You're going to be very refreshed to hear the headline from the Pelicans' win last night over the Washington Wizards. Are you ready for it? Here it is. CJ McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas carry the shorthanded Pelicans to an easy victory. It sounds simple, but that isn't always the case and it's not always like this. I'll explain what I mean in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Tuesday, day after the Pelicans beat the Washington Wizards, 132-112, an easy victory for New Orleans, and I am happy to report that, and we're going to break down why, because this was something the Pelicans don't always do, and I loved what we saw from them in this game. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, the wins, the losses, trade targets. Should certain players make an all-star game? That's going to be coming up in tomorrow's show. We break it all down here completely free like no one else is doing. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. You want to support the channel, number one thing you can do, comment down below on YouTube. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepix.com, promo code LOCKEDON. So let's get into the Pelicans' win, 132-112 over the Washington Wizards. This one starts with CJ McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas. They both did their work in this game and didn't need to play a whole lot. New Orleans basically pulled them as the game was well and done in the fourth quarter. CJ, 34 points. Valanciunas, 27 points. The incredible stat about both of them is they each scored over 20 in the first half of this game. The Pelicans knew what they needed to do. Play through the two best players on the court that you have left. Since there's no Zyrm, there's no Brain and Ingram. That's a well-rested CJ after giving him the night off against the Dallas Mavericks. And finally, utilizing Jonas Valanciunas in a way that basically made him unstoppable. The Pelicans had a big advantage inside in this game, which means feed Jonas. Something they did not do well against the Brooklyn Nets, the inability to make entry passes. And I talked about that in yesterday's show. Well, the Pelicans coaching staff knew this too. And Willie Green said before the game that they specifically worked on trying to get the ball to JV, get him the ball early before defenses can get set and realize they need to double him or don't telegraph your passes as much so that they're not easy to intercept and turn into transition opportunities for your opponent. Basically, play to your strengths. And Jonas Valanciunas in this game with 27 points, 12 rebounds, was absolutely one of them. And New Orleans 
did it. They had a big size advantage over the Washington Wizards. They held the Wizards to seven offensive rebounds. They won the rebounding battle significantly in this one, 44 to 37. They did everything you wanted them to do in this kind of type of play, including getting their own second chance opportunities, 21. The Wizards struggled with that for the first half, getting some late in the game when it ultimately it was out of reach. But the Pelicans realizing that Valanchunas was going to be able to score over whoever the Wizards were throwing at him, whether it was Daniel Gafford, whether it was Kyle Kuzma, whether it was Kristaps Porzingis, mainly the first and the third one right there, there was no answer. So they played through him and he was just working. All of those guys ended up pretty much in foul trouble. Taj Gibson, when he checked in, four fouls. Gafford, four fouls. Kuzma, who wasn't really defending Valanciunas all that much, fouled out with six. They played the right kind of game plan and fed their big man. And when you're doing that, it's going to create some opportunities for C.J. McCollum, and he got it going. 34 points on 21 shots. He was 4 of 8 from 3, a perfect 6 of 6 from the line, 5 rebounds. This was a great game from him, including him being very sound defensively, particularly on rotations. And we'll get into that a little bit in the next segment, too, as we look at that and how the Pelicans responded to some bad starts to the game. Because don't forget, they were down 10 nothing. They were losing 10 nothing to start this game and came away to basically run away with the victory as the game went on. And it was playing through your stars. Valanciunas and the team having the right strategy to get him the ball. Just let him work. And then CJ playing downhill and being aggressive. Trying to get to the rim early on. After New Orleans took a timeout, and we'll save this one for the next segment, CJ just got it going. And he wanted to go out and score and set the tone and realized that no one could guard him. Kyle Kuzma, no shot at guarding a guy like uh, CJ McCollum. So whether it was his shot or getting downhill, he did his thing. So New Orleans playing through their stars. I would have been fine if I said Najee Marshall won the game for New Orleans with his play. He's been great recently. We'll talk about him and some other guys in the third segment. But it's a lot nicer to say the Pelican Stars won you the game. The Stars that were playing won you the game. This went how it should. And that's why I said you're going to be refreshed to hear this headline. CJ McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas carry a shorthanded Pelicans team to an easy victory. Because that's how it's supposed to go. That's how this was supposed to go for New Orleans. And they did that. And when you're shorthanded, it's actually not that easy. And it probably isn't going to go how it's supposed to. So for them to just go out and do exactly what they needed to do, minus the rough start to both halves, which we'll get into next, I'm thrilled. I am thrilled with this win. It justified the decision to rest C.J. McCollum, shows you what he's capable of doing, and we need to start talking about him for the All-Star game. In fact, that's going to be the entirety of tomorrow's show. I have the numbers to back it up. He's playing really well. Make sure you tune into that one tomorrow. But C.J., great performance from him, pulling the strings of the defense a little bit just to create some room for himself. He didn't need to assist on any shots in this game when he was going to go out and score like he did. Shooting the three ball well, he looks like the C.J. McCollum post-trade from Portland and the guy who really carried and helped New Orleans get to the postseason 
and give the Phoenix Suns a tough first round series. And then JV and making good passes to him, making him at the right time, not making those easy for the defense to get. Just a beautiful game for New Orleans, exactly what they needed to do. But there were a couple of rough stretches to start the first quarter, to start the third quarter. I want to look at those and talk about how the Pelicans responded because I think that's really important. It sets the tone for them going forward. Let's take a look at that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this because it's that. You want to take CJ McCollum to score more than 22 and a half points? You want to take Jonas Valanciunas to have more than 11 and a half rebounds? You can do it over at Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy, and it's simple. You pick two to six players, and if they go score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And the best part is you're not competing against other people. It's just you versus the numbers that you see versus the projections. You pick more than that or less than that. And Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and they also offer safe and fast withdrawals, and they're currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. You deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget, enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here, free, available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Now the Saints season is over. Disastrous way to end the year. What's next for the black and gold? Go check it out. Locked On Saints. They're there completely free Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know. Ross Jackson, one of the best rising stars in this business. Go give Locked On Saints a listen. Today on Locked On Pelicans, though, we are talking about the Pelicans' win over the Wizards, 132-112. Easy victory led by C.J. McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas. Just going out, getting kind of the business-like win. Minus two spots to start the game and to start the third quarter. To start both halves, the Pelicans struggled. In this game, they went down 10-0 before finally getting a point on the board. That's not ideal. And against a team that's not the Wizards... Well, that might not go as well, and the final score might not be what we see. So what happened and kind of what changed? How did the Pelicans go from being down 10 to having a halftime lead of, I think it was 12 points? Willie Green called a timeout and seemed to really get through to his yes. The Pelicans, I think, in this one came out a little bit sloppy. They weren't kind of imposing their will and playing with the sense of urgency, but it was a good timeout by Willie Green. Obviously, a timeout you need to take when you're down 10 nothing. And somehow woke those guys up. And CJ McCollum said it after the game that, you know, he needs to set the tone right now. And he's still kind of struggling to kind of figure out his role. Not really struggling is the right word. Still adapting to the slightly different role now that Zion's not out there, that BI's not out there. And it was probably on him to play a little bit more downhill to get the offense going and to kind of just kickstart this team. And then he did that. And they quickly erased that 10-point deficit, managed to take the lead, and took it in and then kind of cruised the rest of the game, for the most part, other than a stretch outside the third. You also saw their defense 
really spark them after that 10-0 run for the Washington Wizards too. New Orleans kind of buckled down on that side of the ball and played with an intensity that they didn't have in the beginning. They forced a bunch of turnovers. The Wizards had 20 in this one and allowed the Pelicans to get 41 points off of those turnovers. They had 27 fast break points compared to just eight for the Wizards. New Orleans and what they were doing defensively, really locking in Herb Jones before his injury, fell down on his butt, probably has a butt contusion in some capacity because that looked painful, left the game, didn't come back. You know, they ramped up the defensive intensity and everyone did. You saw them flying around on their rotations, contesting shots, getting their arms in the passing lanes, and it really flipped this game. And in the third quarter, to start the third quarter, the Pelicans with a 12-point lead let it get whittled down to three. It was 73-70. to 70. And all of a sudden, the momentum was going alongside the Washington Wizards. And instead of calling timeout, Willie Green trusted his guys with the you know the with their level of play so far in this game, and New Orleans quickly after hitting a three by Najee Marshall got two quick turnovers and four points in transition, and all of a sudden that lead looks entirely different. And now New Orleans was up seven at that point, forced the Wizards to call a timeout, and basically at that point the game was done. New Orleans was going to be able to cruise and ride it out from there. You saw the frustration start to mount on the Wizards with those turnovers, with the fouls that they were being called for. After Kuzma fouled out, he like stormed off the court, hitting kind of like the tunnel covering and all of that at the end there, and just looked like he wanted to be anywhere else and hated this game. That's after he got a flagrant two for Jose Alvarado catching an elbow on the face. And Jose, man, taking a couple of elbows and hits to the head here. He's just a magnet for those things. Stays in the game, plays through all of that. When you have a guy doing that yeah it's easy to see why like the level of intensity for this team was really ramped up because he was ready to play and was not going to let this team you know lose and if they needed a guy to bring energy off the bench who cares if you're getting hit in the face if it means you might win a game and that's just the way that Jose Alvarado plays and was a big reason why this Pelicans team turned that 10 point deficit around and kept kind of building it up building it up building it up all game long. The bench brought a lot of energy to the court and you love to see that from them. But really playing with the right kind of intensity, the right level of play there was what they needed to do. And it allowed them to kind of stem the two big runs, one to start the game made by the Washington Wizards. And then the other, when it looked like they might blow this game and let it get away from them. Uh Uh-uh. Willie Green had the right kind of pulse of this team and knew what to do. Don't call a timeout. Let them play. They'll figure it out in the third quarter. And doing it with their defense. Defense has been good all year long. It's at times they struggle to score some points because there's not enough shooting on the court or they don't have a guy driving downhill and attacking. All of that. But the defense has been good. And that's really what sparked a lot of these turnarounds here for New Orleans in this game. Let them cruise to an easy victory. 41 points off turnovers is frankly absurd. Absurd. That's essentially... Just a huge swing. Love to see what the Pelicans did in this one compared to just nine turnovers for themselves. Big, 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 big part of the reason why they won this game, along with the two stars carrying them. But there were a couple of other really standout performances in this one, impactful players. Let's break that down. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, 
Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. So you can get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Look, if you took Georgia, I'm not even watching the second half of this game. You took Georgia minus 12 and a half. You probably made some money. You took the over on their total points scored. You probably made some money. You get it on that, you can get it on the NBA. They've got it all over at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. So it's always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action happening right now over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and... Don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who's going to do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve uh, the stress of taxes for you and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride off into the sunset on not taxes. With a TurboTax expert, who will do your taxes for you from start to finish, they're going to ensure your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only, video meeting while an expert does your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, five days a week, the only show coming to you like this, breaking down the biggest stories and news and giving you the insight and analysis you want about this Pelicans team. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Comment down below on YouTube the number one thing you can do right now to support the channel. Also, take 30 seconds to leave a review if you're listening on the podcast side. You can even do that on Spotify now. And now for your second listen, check out Locked On NBA Game 2 Game. I do a quick minute video after every podcast, so do all of our hosts. After a night of games, they just compile them all into one show. It's great. You want to catch up on everything going on around the league from the local experts, which only Locked On can provide like we do? Go give it a listen. Locked On Game to Game. It's on the Locked On NBA feed, um, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, Pelicans beat the Washington Wizards 132-112. Kind of a ho-hum, easy game. And we should have expected one thing from this one, though. Najee Marshall was going to show out his hometown of D.C. And Najee did. 18 points. Not the most efficient shooting light night that we've seen from him just yet. But I'll take 18 points in the starting lineup there. Four assists, three rebounds, one steal. Shooting was not great for him. One of five from three, seven of 19 overall. But still provides a lot of that energy. He just gets downhill and attacks and is a reason that you had a guy like Kyle Kuzma in foul trouble. And one of the reasons New Orleans was able to get so many fast break points is when they were running fast breaks and the Wizards were in foul trouble, they didn't try and contest those fast breaks. That's a useful thing. And you saw Najee Marshall in transition just getting to the hoop and trying to score and was not going to slow things down, was going to go right at a guy like Kyle Kuzma. To have that kind of recognition and in-game sense of what you need to do really shows you how useful he is as a player. He even said after the game, there's no way he could have a bad game. 
not in front of the hometown like this in the starting lineup. He had to go out and perform. He definitely did. Herb Jones, by the way, before the injury, only played 12 and a half minutes. Thought he looked really good defensively. Was impactful on defense, had a steal, got a bucket. Great job by him to try and be a little bit more aggressive, get to the line. He finished with five points, but four free throw attempts, you know, in 12 and a half minutes in a limited offensive role is great. Jose Alvarado proven he can still shoot. Impactful off the bench, as I had said. 10 points, catching elbows to the face. You know, when you see that guy playing that hard, it just makes everyone else have to step up their game and give that same type of effort and intensity on the defensive side of the ball. Dyson Daniels, similar, right? He was fantastic defensively. What he does doesn't really show up in the stat sheet. Just four points on the night and six rebounds. Doesn't look amazing there. But he had Monty Morris in jail for a little bit, and that was causing turnovers and other issues for the Washington Wizards, basically rendering their offense non-existent at times. You also had other guys really step up, particularly Larry Nance Jr., who didn't really show it up in the stat sheet either. 6.6 rebounds, 3 assists, that's great. But he gave a guy like Chris Stapp's Porzingis fits. Porzingis staying far away from the rim, which is how he plays, you know, Larry Nance Jr. is able to guard him in space, and you need that kind of changeup. And you even saw lineups with both Nance and Valanchunas out there on the court, which is something that they've started to introduce as the season has gone on. And it allows you to play a guy like Chris Stapps Porzingis and throw different looks at him. Or you can have Larry Nance Jr. out there keeping up with a guy like Kyle Kuzma, slowing him down if need be. And he was impactful. When you look at the box score in this one, the plus minus for Larry Nance Jr. in 25 minutes was plus 30. No other Pelican was even close. Next close was plus 19 for um, Najee Marshall. (coughs) Sorry, as a cough here. Still tells you kind of the impact Larry Nance Jr. was making, and he's not even fully healthy yet. Very useful player to have on the team. All in all, just a good win, and New Orleans doing what they should have been doing. I'll take it. You know, right now on this road trip, you're one in one. Got no complaints about that for what was a pretty tough five-game stretch so far. It's going to get tougher with the Celtics on Wednesday, but got this win, needed to get this win. I'll take it. I'm happy. And then we can move on to the next one. Tomorrow's show, should CJ McCollum be an all-star? I got the numbers to back it up, and we'll look and compare him to the other guys that he's going to have to be competing with for that spot, too. So that's coming up in tomorrow's episode of Locked on Pelicans. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll see you all tomorrow.